Welcome to the Nightly Strange, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, DMAC Uno. Live and direct from my mama's basement. How's everybody doing this week? Um, I want to start off by talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League being You sound like a bitch. Now, bitch. I'm a huge DC fan. I've seen all their movies. Hold up. Well, most of them. I've seen most of their movies. I've seen all the animated films. I think they have better animated films than Marvel. Now, this Justice League movie was off the chain. I've seen the other cut, and let me explain a little history. So what happened was, Zack Snyder was making the Justice League movie. It was about 80% done, maybe 90% done, and his son ended up committing suicide. So he had to leave the project, you know, because of personal reasons. So they gave the movie to this dude, Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon came to the movie and decided to cut most of the minority people out. He cut out Cyborg. He cut out the Cyborg's dad. He cut out the, the Adam. You know what I'm saying? And then he cut out the Flash's girlfriend. And what he did with Cyborg, he made him so he was, like, more in the backdrop, you know. And in the Jack, Zack Snyder cut, you know, the, the movie's basically about Cyborg. So what the dude did is he ruined the whole movie by cutting out all the minority people. So let's talk about how the movie's different. First of all, Stephen Wolf looks dope. His armor's crazy. It moves around or whatever. You know what I'm saying? In the, the first Justice League movie they released, when Stephen Wolf was fighting the Amazons inside whatever temple they were hiding the mother box in, you know, the Amazons take the mother box out. They knock down these pegs and they make it collapse. You know, so in the first copy, it was like, boom, the doors collapsed, and then Stephen Wolf just pops out the top of it, you know, while they're riding on horses and knocks them down. In this version, that didn't happen. When they made the doors collapse, the whole thing collapsed into the sea and killed everybody in there, except for Stephen Wolf and his parademon. And they come flying out, and they take out the Amazon. Dope scene. Most people don't know about this. I like I like DC films, so let me say this. Stephen Wolf's axe that he has in the movie, if he hits a regular person that's not super with that axe, they turn into a parademon after they die. It's kind of like a zombie thing. But I mean, the movie was dope. In the last one, you know, the Flash was in it, but he wasn't, they didn't utilize him in the last movie. He was just like a weird kind of awkward guy in the movie. Like all he was doing was like, he was there to help people and rescue them. And every time he got hurt, it was like an injury to his leg. And so then he was useless. And then in the last one, they had some, you know, they were in like, I don't know where they were, like UK or somewhere, not UK, but like in Russia. And there was like a Russian family in there for no reason. And, you know, the Flash only saved them at the end of it. And it was just a horrible movie. I mean, I still watched it like six, seven times because I'd hope it get better. But this new Snyder cut, woo, off the chain. There was one thing I didn't like. I didn't like how every time Wonder Woman jumped in, they did the yodeling thing. You know, my son noticed that because me and him watched it. I didn't see the movie three times. It's a four-hour movie. You know, if you're a fan of DC or you like Superman or all that stuff, you know, it's a, it's a good watch, man. It had everybody in there. And they introduced the Martian Manhunt. Yeah, yeah. Deathstroke was in it. Yeah, Lex yeah. Luthor. The Joker. Okay. Um, you know, they did the Aquaman thing, which still don't make sense to me. Because, like, you know, in the movie, it's like they be talking. And, like, they'll be underwater and they'll make, like, an air bubble so they can talk. Excuse me. Ooh, that was an air bubble. But, like, sometimes they do that and sometimes they just be underwater talking. And so I'm like, all right. Also, one of the dope scenes I liked in the new movie is, like, he was fighting. Stephen Wolf was fighting Mira underwater in Atlantis. And, like, she made the air bubble. And he's, like, holding her against the wall. And she's like, he's like, what are you, trying to escape? She's like, no, I'm not trying to escape. And her power is she can take water and, like, do, like, magical things with it. And when she puts her hands up, she starts taking all the liquid out of his body. All the water, all the blood. You know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, that's a dope-ass power. But then he took her and threw her on the ground. Pow! Underwater. Which is kind of weird that it was moving hella fast underwater. But still, it was a dope movie. Like, it had everything I wanted in a superhero movie that would be from DC. 
You know, I saw a lot of people complaining like, well, if the Martian Manhunter was there the whole time, why didn't he ever come out and help him? I'm like, well, that's easily explained because the whole series starts with Man of Steel. And in the Man of Steel, they was trying to kill Superman because he was an alien. They wasn't trying to have no kind of aliens. I'm Martian Manhunter. I'm a green alien posing as a black dude. I ain't coming out either. You know what I'm saying? Like, some things just ain't about to happen. And then the Batman vs. Superman, they were still trying to kill Superman. You know, and what they did was they took General Zod from the first one and turned him into Doomsday. Now, you know, if you watch the movies, you'll, you'll get it. But you got to watch, like, the director's cut. Because, like, the DC movies, the thing I like about them is they hella dark. Like, hella dark movies. But you know what I'm saying? I, I liked it. That was my movie. Like I said, I already watched it three times. I'm about to sit here and watch it again. We're about to have a little potluck. Oh, yeah! So, uh, that's what I'm about to do. I also like to talk about this lady. Hold up. I pulled up this article because I want to talk about the serial stowaway who snuck on the 30 flights without a ticket over 19 years. Hold on now. Her name is Marilyn Hartman. She's 69 years old. She was detained at O'Hare International Airport in Chicago on Tuesday after she left her residential facility around noon to board another plane without a ticket. Hold on, bruh. Hold up. Hold on, bruh. Wait a minute. She done did this 22 times. Something ain't right. She, this, what's going on? Who keeps letting her go? Like, oh, she won't do it again. And then she does like, oh, so cute old lady. I don't feel safe. If I was on a flight and somebody snuck onto the flight, I feel the airline should give me my money back and be like, sorry about that. How do you get past security that much? You have to go through so many checks, sneaking in, sneaking in. 22 times though? That's just hella, hella ridiculous. Hella ridiculous. And she got caught again. And then she was on parole for it. You know, we don't die here. I'm just, they letting too many people just get away with shit because they feel bad for them. And it's, it's bad for all of us. I don't understand, man. That's like, you get, that's a federal crime. And she's free. You know, like, but 22 times over 19 years? You know, that's like a, a girl I used to date. She told me her dad had like 10 DUIs. And I was like, damn. And I guess back in the day, it used to be nothing. You know what I'm saying? I got a doo-doo. We're having technical difficulties at the moment. Thanks for listening. And make sure you don't take any shit from the world. We'll be back on in a minute. And he's like, nah, I'm gonna pull this guy over. You know what I'm saying? Pulls me over. He's like, license, registration, insurance. I said, I ain't got none of it. <laughs> he was like, damn. Looks in the car, didn't see the interlock. He's like, I'm just going to write you up for the interlock because that's the biggest crime I can get you for. I'm carless. I might come get it. Blah, blah, blah. At first, before he pulled me over, I knew I wasn't supposed to be driving. I was thinking about running because I was on Viking Way and I was like, I can make it. I can outsmart this cop. Then I was like, nah, I always remember how they say when people run, it just makes it worse. So, whatever. Anyways, I have my day in court. I'm out in Paulsville Court. I get up to the judge. He's having a crappy day because whoever was in custody, you know how that goes. They was talking shit to him. So he was just having a crappy day. Anyway, so he gets to me. He was like, yeah, driving without an interlock device. The prosecutor is asking for 30 days in jail and, you know, like a $2,000 fine. What do you have to say for yourself? I was like, well, your honor, what had happened is um, I wanted to go see Star Wars Episode 3, you know, uh, Revenge of the Sith when it came out. I drove to the Silverdale uh, Theater and it was packed. So I checked and Paul's boat wasn't, so I drove off to Paul's boat. I was like, I knew I wasn't supposed to be driving, but I had to risk it because I wanted to see Anakin Skywalker turn into Darth Vader. And the judge gave me this look and he was like, seems legit. He's like, 15 days house arrest, $300 fine. I was like, what the hell? I was like, it works like that? Oh shit, you know what I'm saying? But I, I can't, I couldn't imagine myself getting caught for the same crime 22 times and still being a free man. That don't make no sense, not at all. 
You know what I'm saying? Something's got to change. Sometimes you got to look at people and be like, bro, you ain't going to change. After the lady did it the second, the third time, she should be in jail, not the 22nd time. But who am I to say? She's 69 years old. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? If she ain't going to go to jail for sneaking on the airplanes, what if she had a bomb? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What if she planted bombs in the, in the airport and we didn't even know about I mean, come on. There's so many variables about that. That's crazy. I felt I had to speak on that because... I just felt uh, that was a little ridiculous. 22 times sneaking onto a plane and TSA want to grab my booty and put gloves on, but this lady can sneak in there 22 times. Whatever, man. Whatever. Um, I also want to talk about the stimulus checks and uh, my tax returns. I have gotten neither. You know what I'm saying? I didn't watch everybody get what they needed. You know what I'm saying? I got kids too. Not like I need to feed them. My kids don't go hungry. Even though my kids at his friend's house talk about asking if he can stay another night because he eats hot dogs and beans for dinner here. And I said, I'm talking to the parent. I'm like, my son just wishes he was in the struggle. He's like, ooh, dad, is this a struggle meal? This is a struggle meal? I'm like, bro, when did you ever have to struggle? When did, when did the struggle come into you? You eat good. You eat so good, you eat all my food too. Like, I'm a parent. I didn't gave up hope long time ago thinking about while I'm at work, what I'm going to eat when I get home because I know it ain't going to be there. Fuck them. That's why. One time, we had this big old fancy dinner. Oh, I took the turkey. I brined it. Ugh, 48 hours and a sugar and a, oh, salt, brown sugar, you know, seasoning brine. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Fall off the bone. It was good. But I didn't even care about it. I wanted to eat the gravy, right? Because the gravy was just, it was just delicious, right? From, from the turkey brine. It was just delicious. And I get home and my son decided today was the day he wanted to clean. Not any, today he woke up and he was like, you know what, I'm feeling dangerous. Today I'm not going to jump over trash. Today I'm not going to try to make a mountain out the trash can. Today I'm not going to look at the pee on the toilet and be like, wasn't me. I'm going to clean up. You know what he cleaned up? He threw away my gravy. Didn't say nothing. He thought it was grease. He threw away the gravy and went back to playing Fortnite. So I'm in the kitchen not knowing the, you know, my gravy's gone. What the hell? I'm making the plate, putting the mashed potatoes on there, the square macaroni and cheese, you know, it comes out the oven. Mm, that slices that turkey. Ooh, I'm about to lather it with gravy. And I'm looking, I'm like, where's the gravy? Where's the gravy? And I see his little head pop around the corner, like, what you mean, gravy? I threw away some grease and I was crushed, no, folks. No, no, I was no, hella no, crushed. No. But back on the stimulus shit, I don't ever get my stimulus check on time. They about to mail it to me. You know what I'm saying? That's pissing me off. I, I had plans for my money. I've been looking at Lambo doors for weeks. Weeks. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and I, I was like, I've been getting jerked around a little bit by the government agencies, but I don't want to call them because I don't want to, I don't want them to look into me. I guess I don't like them having power, but I just want them to give me my money first. Just like when I go through a drive-thru, I'm nice to people until I get to the window and they want to act an ass. Because I ain't got time for that. I'll be nice to everybody until they act an ass at their job. Then I have to remind them that they work there and I don't. And then they can get louder if they want. I'm like, bro, you the one that work here. I'm about to leave, go home and change clothes and turn my phone off and come back and wait for you in the parking lot if you really want to do it. You know, how do you want to do it? Because I try to respect people at their jobs. I understand it's hard. And everybody coming out that are going to bars and going to restaurants now are asses anyways. That's why they got to leave their house. They have to have that privilege of somebody waiting on them. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way they can feel special and if they can talk down on people. And I understand, you know, I'm an essential worker. I ain't worked since uh, January, though. I'm out with a disability. What it is is none of your damn business. Just know that they gave me some strong meds I refuse to take. And uh, I'm going to leave that at that. Now, we're not going to do a full episode today. I didn't have anybody extra with me today. Um, I also want to talk about the Indian scammers. Yes, I said it. Indian scammers. They call me at least three times a week. I swear they call me now for training purposes. They'd be like, oh, hold on. We have to call this guy. 
You have to get through, try to get over on him. Like the guy called, uh, what was it, yesterday? He called at like 6.37 at night. And I, I could tell, I was tired. I could tell he was tired because he couldn't, I couldn't even understand what he was saying. It was like one for the hotel things. Like, oh, somebody you know stayed at a hotel and we randomly picked your number to get a free night stay at this hotel. So I pressed one because I was bored. I'm trying to go get some cigarettes. Woo, excuse me. Ugh. And, uh, you know, he said he says this whole spiel. And I was like, damn, bro, I didn't even understand that. You got to you gotta work on that. And he's like, fuck you, motherfucker. I was like, no, fuck you, bro. I'm trying to help you out. You guys call me three times a week. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, bro, you need to rehearse it in the mirror. Like, you know, get it together. And also, you shouldn't be calling people at 630 at night. Everybody knows business don't work like that. You know, call me at 2, two in the afternoon. And sometimes they call hella early. I like it when they call with the, the hotels to stay in Mexico because they got to talk for like 10 minutes before you say something. And I just be letting them talk. I'll be like, yep, yep, yep. I'll be like, oh man, I never won nothing ever. Woo. I was like, I'm so happy my credit card company let me put my credit card limit up to 20,000. Like, oh, wait, that's a, oh, oh, that's a great one right there. I'm like, yeah, 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 it is. You know, and then I let them talk and let them talk and then they, I let them figure out that I know it's a scam. And sometimes, you know, I just pick up the phone I'm like, hey man, how you doing today? They be like, what? I'm like, well, how's your day going? I'm like, it ain't gonna work on me today. But I noticed that in the beginning of the pandemic, you know, they wasn't working because what happens is it sound like when they, when they call you, it, you hear it sounds all busy in the background, like they're in an office, but they're not. They're in like a public area. They're in like a market or they're in a mall. They could be at your local mall sitting there on a headset just doing that. You know, I've seen that. I've seen people roll up next to ATMs and just grab the trash, the trash bags. And one time I kind of followed them because I had to go to a different ATM and like they were like going to the other ATM and then they skirted off. And I thought they were like trash collectors, but nah, they was just trying to get receipts and guess people's pin numbers and stuff. So I guess that's why I always take my receipts with me. Just like when I pump gas, you know what I'm saying? I always make sure, boom, I put my car in, I make sure I get a receipt. Because, uh, yeah, I just don't like people rolling up behind me doing weird stuff. Like one time I was getting air at my local gas station in my tire. And this lady, she was high off dope. And she went in there for something. But then she saw that I was leaving and the air pump machine was still going. So she skirts over there really quick to go put air in her tires. And her tires didn't need no damn air. So, and I looked at her like, what's wrong with you? And she was like, oh, well, I guess I don't need it. Got back in her car and smoked away. So, I mean, you just got to watch out. People's weird. That's how I look at it. People's hella weird. All right. Well, yeah, we're going to wrap it up tonight. I got a family potluck that's about to pop off. I did not catch the Raekwon and Ghostface versus... Uh, last night, I didn't find it interesting. Maybe if it was the Wu-Tang versus another group, that would be tight. But uh, just those two, not really. After the E-42 short, I can't think of anything else I want to listen to. Shout out to LeBron James, man. I hope he gets well soon. It's It sucks to watch him go down. He's been such a, you know, important part of my life and so much important part of everybody else's life because he's made sure that uh, every player from every team that you didn't like never got nothing. Oh, it's good. <laughs> Yeah, but that's going to do it for me. Um, catch me this Friday on the bar exam, uh, March 26th at 7 p.m. Facebook Live, which should be on Twitch, too. Uh, this is a music review show. Send in your music if you want to. Um, if it ain't good, I'm going to let you know. If it ain't something I don't like, I, I'm going to let you know. I'm not into auto-tune. I'm about tired of it. If I can't hear your natural voice, I'm going to give you a natural reason why I don't like it. Also, uh, stay tuned. Next month, which next month is April and May, we're going to bring back the Kitsap County Uncut. If you're an artist, you want to be interviewed, if you have videos, you need some promotion, uh, go ahead, send that in. If you'd like to send money to the show, you know you can at me at uh, nightlystrange at dmacuno or a money symbol, dmacuno. Um, 
I will use that money to be drunk next time we do this show. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, I am D Macuno. That is your host, and this has been the Nightly Strange. Y'all have a great week. You're welcome to the Nightly Strange. 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 Strange.